we're just the most unhealthiest versions of ourselves, but our children are thriving. So that means we're doing a great job as a mom. Wrong, wrong, you're wrong. Hey, girlfriends, I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to Staying Inspired. I'm your host and hype woman, Amanda Yoa, and my jam is inspiring the ambitious, the bodacious, the next level women in the making. This is the hottest place for let's be real conversation, inspo humor, and juicy gems of wisdom for you to step up, step out, and make some next level moves in your life, relationships, and beyond. Now that you're here, grab some snacks, sit on back, and let's get into it. Hey, boobies. Welcome back to another episode of Staying Inspired with y'all host and hype woman, Amanda Yoa. Yo, let me tell you, (laughs) let me tell you, momming ain't easy. Momming ain't easy out on these streets which is what I want to dig into today. How to crush your goals while being a mom. I'm sure we all have different goals, whether it's like a career venture we're trying to do or, you know, something from the physical level, a mental level, just trying to improve our overall selves, taking those next level steps and doing the thing. You know, and sometimes being a mom on top of all that, it can be really hard to find the time to do that shit, right? So let's talk about it. I'm going to dig into some tips and tricks on how I navigate, you know, this mom game and continue to do what I'm doing and and all the things. Um, I wanted to mention, yeah, if you guys did not check out last week's episode with Juju Waters, Dear Juju, we did a Valentine's Day Q&A with some TNA. Girl, that shit was off the hook. If that did not give some Spice to add to your Valentine's Day. I know Valentine's Day passed, but the weekend is approaching. And I know sometimes people can't find the time to go out on Valentine's Day. So they do the weekend of Valentine's Day. So if you're still, you know, looking for something to do, whether it's it's with your group of friends or, you know, your significant other or even yourself, give a listen. It was really juicy. Mm, Juice. The juice was given. It was squeezed, it was caressed, it was stroked. It was all the things. So check that out. Valentine's Day Q&A with some TNA with Juju. Oh my gosh, she was amazing. I was talking to a friend of mine and she was mentioning, you know, just we're tired. We're tired. We are tired. We're moms. We got our jobs. We got our houses. Like we are in our 30s thriving in life. And sometimes when you thrive, you can be tired too. It's a normal thing. Okay. And, you know, I know I've been a big proponent on magic mind. So I said to her, I'm like, look, you got to check out this magic mind I've been talking about. I am telling you it's the real deal. And it ain't a big old drink that you got to worry about drinking on top of everything else that you got to drink. It's a little shotsky. It'll bring back memories from when we used to go out and do shots. Only this shot makes you feel great. Gives you energy. Gives you all the things that you need to get through your day. Not feeling that caffeine crash at like 2 p.m. where you're fiending for another coffee. That's going to do absolutely nothing for you. It helps you focus and get your tasks done in a timely manner. So I told her to check it out. And I'm like, listen, go on magicmind.com. And I want you who are listening, if, you, if you're if you like, hey, I need that too. I'm tired too. I'm tired out in these streets too. 
Check out magicmind.com. Use the code Amanda. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Get yourself one month free on a three month subscription. Let's go do it. If not for yourself, do it for me because I want you all to thrive and do all the things and do them well. And then when you see just how amazing it is, you can come back and tell me, yo, Amanda, you were right. And I'm like, duh, I know. So check it out. Magicmind.com. The link is in the description. If you're not able to buy anything right now, Totally get it. Totally fine. Go on their Instagram magic mind and just be like, yo, I'm a good, I'm a girlfriend from staying inspired. Heard your products. Amazing. Looking to try it out in the future. Just wanted to say hello. Would appreciate that so much. Um, I want to talk to, I have a wonderful question from one of my lovely listeners who did our Q and a that I've been posting on my Instagram. If you have not tapped into my Instagram, you got to tap in because I got a lot of great content. I'm always letting you know when a new episode's about to drop. I always post questions. But one of the things that we have now is a, uh, call it a hotline, if you will. But I want you guys to to write in with your questions, things that you want me to touch on in the episode. So I got a juicy one for you. You'll have to stay tuned till the end when I spill the beans on that. But I, I seen that and I was like, ooh, I got to bring this up. This is a juicy, juicy question. Um, so yeah, the link is in the description on my Instagram, click the link in my bio. There's a little button that says you won't click this, click it. (laughs) You'll see the top, ask me a question. I would love to hear from you. All right. So let's see, I want to talk about the Grammys real quick because I, I felt they were, they were really good. Um, there were a couple of things that, um, I absolutely love some things I didn't love, you know, um, the Miley, uh, Miley Cyrus just did it for me. I mean, if she is not a symbol of living out her life as her true authentic self, like, you know, sometimes you see a performance and you're like, "Mm, that just, that looks scripted AF. Like you could just tell they're there for the money. They're about to wrap it up and go home and be on their high horse or whatever. I just felt like it was so raw and real and authentic, like just adding words in, you know, like, I didn't want to leave you, but I did. I didn't want to fight, but we did. I forget what she said, you know, and then I remembered, I just won my first Grammy. I just, that was like such a heartwarming moment for me. And it just felt so real. Like she was just expressing her true self, no script, no, you know, and her, performance, even though it was a performance, it didn't, you know, it just felt real. And that's what I appreciate about her. I just, even her speech, you know, it was just so real. And I really love how she talked about, um, how she doesn't get wrapped up in numbers or, you know, prizes. They're exciting, but they don't define her. And I think that was something really important that I wanted to bring in the, onto the table. Um, and I did mention it on my Instagram, if you saw, Uh, But, you know, sometimes we can get wrapped up, especially when it comes to social media. We can get so fucking wrapped up in how many followers we have. And and I'll be the first to say it. I'm guilty of it, too, from time to time, you know, and it's really not about that. And you find when you get yourself wrapped up in all that shit of worrying about what other people are going to think about having, you know, a title or a prize behind what it is that you're doing, it loses whatever you're doing over time will lose its luster. And I noticed that for myself, getting wrapped up in all of that shit, just being there and doing it for you and realizing that everything else is just extra. I think that is the important takeaway. And I love that she brought that up. 
I think she's such a good role model for, you know, younger girls that are coming up to just be themselves and don't give a shit what anyone thinks. You know, Taylor Swift, she's always love her. Super Bowl's approaching. Um, so we know we'll see Taylor Swift. JC, I don't know. I did you guys let me know on this week's episode description or you know, the post on Instagram. How did you feel about Jay-Z's moment when he received his award of what he had to say? Like, I felt like it was valid, right? I don't feel that you have to uh, low-key put other people down because someone that you love and care for didn't receive something. I don't think that's like the way to go about it. You sound like a sore loser in a way. And it just brings, I don't like the energy that it brought. Uh, I felt like what he said in a roundabout way needed to be said. Um, because there are times where I do feel like it's been a long time coming for certain people to receive awards um, and recognition for all the hard work that they do, you know, um, and and sometimes they're put to the wayside, even though there's statistics and numbers behind like, no, this person should be the one winning the award right now. And there are people that walk away feeling like they were robbed or, you know, what have you. I just didn't think it was the greatest moment. To, to talk about all that, especially with his daughter up on stage. She's kind of looking at him like, dad, what the hell are you doing? You know, she looked frightened. And Beyonce, I don't know how she felt. She was kind of like cockeyed looking at him. We couldn't really see because she had that big old hat on. Uh, I wasn't really a fan of her outfit, but you rock out. You you jam out with your claim out, whatever makes you happy. Um, it just was, I love the, the, uh, the jacket. It was the hat. The hat was a little, I couldn't see her face. Like, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. I love her hair. Like, she don't need a hat. Um, but anywho, I just felt like it wasn't really the opportune time to talk about all that. So I'd love to hear your opinion on that, too. And then bringing it back to Taylor Swift, our girl, you know, uh, Celine Dion, first of all. Let's talk about Celine Dion. When she showed up, I was I got emotional because I know that she's struggling right now. She has that stiff person syndrome, horrible disease. And I'm sure it's affecting her in so many ways. She's not really able to perform. You know, it's changing her entire life. That being said, I, after reading articles about her and then seeing her step out on stage, it, it gave, it was like such a breath of fresh air. Like, I know she's still struggling, but I don't know. In my mind, I just felt like she was in, in worse condition. And sometimes illnesses are ones that you can't see. And I get that totally. But, you know, being it, it is a physical condition. And I think it does affect her voice box as well. Um, it, I was happy, so happy to see her walk out on stage to be able to be, to walk and, and to give out that award. And I know there was some buzz in the air because Taylor Swift didn't give her the recognition, even though girlfriend was out there singing. I've been like Taylor's hype woman lately. Let me tell you, you know why? Cause I don't know what the big deal is. So many people hate this girl for no reason. And it gets on my nerves. Like you just hate to hate and you hate because you're calling yourself out on your own unhappiness. Maybe you're hating because really you envy that girl and what she has and how she's done it and how she's busted her ass and is authentically herself. And I've always seen her at every award ceremony being every person up on stage, their hype woman. She's out there jamming out, dancing, rocking out to every performer. I've never seen a hateful bone in that girl's body. Let me know if I'm wrong, but I've never seen it. And I just don't understand the hate. 
So I just wanted to, and you know, things happen. I think she was so caught up in the moment. You know, I, I can't really judge uh, how somebody should react when they're receiving a Grammy because I've never received a Grammy. <laughs> so, you know, I wouldn't be like, well, you know, when I went up and got my Grammy award, I made sure I gave everyone a nice sloppy kiss. I don't know what it's like, you know, and she had her, her team coming up and it looked like she got distracted by her team as she was going up to, she was taking the award off Celine and then she turned around and said something to her team and then she, and then the microphone was right there and you got to get going with your speech or they're, you know, they'll start playing the music and rush you off the stage. So, you know, accidents happen and then backstage she was, she did take a picture with Celine and then I thought, you know, maybe Celine had said like, I don't want anyone hugging up on me. I don't want anyone, you know, squeezing me, kissing me, germs. Who I, I don't know what her, you, you don't know what, her disease or illness entails as far as being able to have close contact with people. So that could play a part too. You know, all, I'm just saying all this to say, give the girl a break. Whether it was Taylor Swift or anybody else in general, you know, give them a break. Give them a break. Nobody's perfect. Jay-Z, I didn't like what you did, but you, you said what you said. I'll give you a break too, okay? But next time, you know, just pick a different time. I don't know. Um, but just give girlfriend a break. I mean, I feel like she blinks the wrong way and people got something to say. It's crazy. I feel like I've been her hype woman lately because my daughter loves her. And I've, I will preface it by saying, even though I'm done talking about it, I'm not a Swifty. I, I don't really listen to her music. It's not my genre. Uh, I like a few of her songs, but, you know, I just don't like when people hate people for no reason. I feel like it really comes from a point of being triggered. And to that, I say, you know, work on yourself. I don't know what else to tell you. Work on yourself. When you point one finger, you got three pointing back at you. So that's what I want to say about that. Uh, but I'm looking forward to all the things. And uh, Super Bowl for, for Usher. Uh, give me an Usher performance. I need it. I want it. I don't know if you guys have been seeing on TikTok. <laughs> certain people. And then I did my own. Um, they predict like how it's going to come out. Like if you really want more. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out like the order of songs that he's going to come out to and how he's going to come out. Oh my God. Oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. So excited. I, I, I always, I live for the halftime show, especially when my team is not in the uh, Super Bowl, which this year they are not. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, shout out, go birds. Um, you know, so the 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 halftime show is always the highlight for me. I love seeing the performers. I was it made me think of like past performances. Prince was iconic. Um, what was another one that I loved? Oh, we we can't forget Joanna Jackson when she had a little nip slip on Dustin Timberlake. Remember that? And everyone was like, Oh my god, we saw her nipple. Like you seen one, you seen them all. It's really not a big deal. I mean, I know it was on live TV, but you know, what are you going to do? And nips and nip. What other ones did I love? There was one with Beyonce. Now, Beyonce performed twice, but the one with Beyonce, Coldplay, and Bruno Mars. I love a good melody or medley of different performers because, you know, Beyonce may not be for everybody. Coldplay may not be for everybody. Bruno Mars may not be for everybody. But when you have them all together and Riri, I mean, she just, girlfriend brought the house down. Every one of her songs, I mean, it's from my, my era, my my party years. So I enjoyed all all of that performance. And um, 
Yeah. So let me know. What are some of your, look on my Instagram, let me know your favorite um, performances of past. Oh, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, 50 Cent. That was amazing. Uh, yeah, let me know. What did you love? I'm looking forward to Usher. Cannot wait. Hey, guess what, girlfriends? Yes, I'm interrupting this episode to tell you that I'm officially launching my merch line. Staying inspired merch where every piece isn't just apparel. It's a whole anthem, not just a vibe, but a whole movement, baby. A statement that roars louder than words, defining what it truly means to stand out as a woman in today's world. Staying inspired is more than a brand. We're a revolution to empower, uplift, and redefine womanhood. Each piece stamped with confidence, ambition, and fearless vibes. By wearing Staying Inspired, you don't just flaunt a look, yet amplify a message, a commitment to yourself to shattering glass ceilings and creating a world where every woman thrives. We got something for every woman as well as the mamas. That's right. We got a mommy and me legacy line where fierceness of womanhood meets the tenderness of motherhood. Check us out at amandayowit.com. And you know what? I'm giving out a free gift to the first five lucky girlfriends who shop our merch line. All right, I'll let you get back to the episode. All right, let's dig in. What have my kids been up to, honestly? Let me tell you this story about JoJo before I jump into mom and ain't easy. This is a, a pure example, prime example of how mom and ain't the fuck easy. Okay. I get a call from school. It's around two o'clock, mind you. I pick up the phone. It's the nurse. We're okay. But JoJo's here saying he doesn't feel well. I said, oh no, what's wrong? Well, he's saying he's, his head's hot, but I took his temperature and he doesn't have a fever. I said, oh no, okay. She's like, you want to come get him? I said, sure, I'll come get him. So I go to the school and uh, I get on, I'm looking at him and he, now he was fine leaving for school, his normal crazy self. Didn't, you know, enough, no red flags that, you know, he might be coming down with something. He has a little cough right now, but he's asthmatic and wintertime, he does not do well. So that's his norm. Uh, but other than that, he was fine. So I was a little, you know, taken by surprise that he was coming down with something. I said, oh, my little poor buddy, let me go get him. So I go and pick him up and he looked fine. And he's looking at me and I could just tell by the look in his eyes that he had an agenda. So I, I said to him, I started questioning him. I was like, what's wrong, bud? And he's like, my head's hot. I'm like, well, your head's, I felt his head. I'm like, it's cool as a cucumber, bud. Your head's not hot. I'm like, do you have a headache? Does it hurt? You know, he's five. Sometimes they have a hard time expressing how they feel. No, it doesn't hurt. I said, okay. Um, well, it's not hot. So you don't have a fever. And if it's not hurting, you know, what's going on? And then he got into the car and he's like, well, I'm just having a really bad day. I lost my seashell. He brought this hermit crab seashell into school and lost it in the classroom. And then he got hot in class because I noticed he had a different shirt on. You always have to pack like an extra pair of clothes in case they like poop or pee themselves in class or get something on them. So he had a t-shirt on. I sent him to school in a hoodie. And I said, I said, why do you have a different shirt on, bud? He's like, oh, I, w I was really hot in class. So, you know, boyfriend had a, a really rough day. He got a little overheated. He lost his hermit crab shell and um, he just wanted to come home. So I said to him, well, I, you know, I appreciate you being honest with me, bud. And, and, you know, I'm glad mommy was home to pick you up. 
And it's okay to have a day where you feel like, you know, I'm just having a bad day and I need to come home. I am checked out. Uh, you know, sometimes I wanted to say, you know, my first reaction was to say, you shouldn't lie and say that you're sick when you're really not sick. Uh, because then when you are sick, you know, we might not believe you. But, you know, I like to think too that mental wellness is just as important. And he wasn't feeling well in that moment. He was having a little bit of a breakdown over his hermit crab shell and the fact that his classroom was hot. Um, so he wanted to come home. And I said, well, I appreciate you now being honest with mommy. Um, but these, you know, these are the things that our kids put us through. And then we have Anna is gearing back up for softball. And I'll be on the run every night doing something, going to a game, going to a practice, going to a game. And, you know, it's just, it can be a lot on top of what I'm doing here at home. And then summer hits, you know, summer's rough because all the things that I normally am able to get done while it's nice and quiet, I, I have to rearrange my schedule because the house is not quiet. It turns into a circus, quite frankly. Um, so it's like, you know, how do you crush your goals while being a mom without losing your ever love and mind? Some days I don't know the question, the answer to that question. <laughs> but here's what I do. Here's what I do to make things a little bit easier on myself, knowing that we are not perfect. I'm not perfect. This is just what I do that gets me by, especially in the summer when the sports are kicking back up, when the kids are, you know, they got projects, they got school, they got all the things. And you think to yourself, I don't have time for me. I'm too wrapped up in these kids. Or, you know, I'm, it can be a lot. So here's what I do. One thing, and I'm very good at doing this. And it, now I'm going to say this word. It might be a trigger for somebody because people might be like, well, I just got told this about myself in a negative way. Sometimes there are positives to every word, such as like manipulate. Okay. I remember someone saying manipulates a negative word. I'm like, huh, it depends on the context. Manipulate's not always a negative word, right? Like I can manipulate my boobs into my bra to make them look beautiful. So, you know, micromanage is the word I'm going to say. Micromanage your time. I know sometimes we can be called a micromanager and we're like a helicopter mom and that could be a talk for another day. That could be a negative thing. But the positive to micromanaging your time is time blocking with the room to shift things around, right? So what I like to do is I look at my schedule, I look at my week, and I start plugging things in. I start time blocking things in. I know, okay, the kids got sports this day, so it's going to be a light load day. Maybe I'll choose to do something around the house that day, you know? Knowing that shit does happen. <laughs> and that being said, you got to have a plan B, right? So move those things around. If you pick 10 o'clock to do a load of laundry, but 10 o'clock you get a call from school that your kid lost his hermit crab shell and he's not having a good day and his head's hot and he's overheating in class and you got to come pick him up. Well, then that's got to wait because you got to go pick your kid up. You know, shit happens. So plan it for later on. Look at your schedule and say, okay. 10 o'clock, I was supposed to do this. I got to go pick so-and-so up. I'm going to do it at two. I'm going to fit it back in at two, right? And realize that 
I think a lot of times when we're looking at things that we have to do, we think that we need this big allotted time slot when in reality we can get so much done in a short period of time. Think about it. How long does it take to really change out the wash? Five minutes, right? How long does it take to sit down and do something? Like for me, I I can do a content reel in maybe 10 minutes, depending on what it entails. At least I can get it started, right? Or if you want to do a workout, there's 10-minute workouts you can do on YouTube. You could split your half-hour workout into two 15-minute workouts. You could do 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes in the afternoon. Or 15 minutes early morning, 15 minutes late morning, 15 minutes early evening, 15 minutes late evening, right? So like you don't have, it it doesn't have to be an all or nothing type of thing. You said nothing, (laughs) nothing type of thing. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. You know, take advantage of the small moments. If the baby's taking a nap, use that as an opportunity to get some work done that you want to do. Start planning that idea you have for yourself. Do that workout, meal prep, right? If, you, if, if eating healthier is something that you want to do, start researching things online. You can get a lot done in a nap or take a nap yourself. You know, you might be strung out doing this mom game. Mom, it ain't easy. I'll tell you that. Mom, it ain't easy. And sometimes, if not all the time, we need to take care of ourselves too. All the time. We need to take care of ourselves first. First, you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you're feeling burnout, take that nap with your your little one. That's time well spent. I will tell you that. Because then you can show up more effectively as a mom and in what you're doing and crushing your goals. So micromanage your time. Pour it out in little increments. If you have to find, I'm sure if you look on the amazing God-created Amazon, I'm sure there is time slots, calendars that you can buy. That would be a nice help. Right. And then realize it's the small moments. You don't need an hour, two hour window to do a workout. Now I know, like, okay, well, I want to get a shower. Well, the shower might have to wait, you know, walk around sweaty. It's okay. You will live. You will survive. I do it all the time, all the time. Take advantage of the small moments. And last but most importantly, know that it takes a village. It really takes a village. And I will say this in knowing that not all of us have a village to reach out to, you know, because the first thing you think of when you think of village is your family, right? And not all of us have family that's willing to to help us with our kids, plain and simple. To that, I say it's okay to ask for help. Reach out to friends. Look on your local um, Facebook page or what have you for communities for playdates, you know, start meeting women who are also moms that are trying to do all the things and say, hey, I got some goals here I'm trying to crush. I don't know if you do. You want to help each other out? Let's become friends. I'll watch little Johnny and little Susie on Tuesday from two to three. They'll have a nice play date with my kids and you can get whatever you need to get done, whether it's run an errand, do something for a new job venture, get some work done around the house or take a nap, girl, because you deserve it. And vice versa, you want to do that for me on like Thursday or something. I'll let you know what day it works, (laughs) you know? So realize that it takes a village. It's okay to ask for help. It is okay. I'm going to say this again. It is okay to ask for help. 
Help does not mean you are weak, okay? It takes a lot. Mom, it ain't easy. I'll say it again. The theme of this episode, mom, it ain't easy. It takes a village. And knowing that it is okay, it's not a weakness to say, hey, you know what? I really need help right now. I feel like I'm treading water and it's rising up above my eyebrows. It's okay to ask for help. That's what we're here for. That's what these communities are here for. That's what your friends are here for. And if you're lucky enough, that's what your family is here for too. And you know, I'm going to touch on something really quick, which could be like a sidebar. A lot of times we think we feel that it's not okay to ask for help because of the influence that our parents or our grandparents had on us because they didn't have that in their lives. And to them, it is a sign of weakness. And to them, we should be in that state of martyrdom where we put our children before everything and we allow ourselves to walk out into the world looking horrible and and disheveled and our hair is falling out and we're just the most unhealthiest versions of ourselves, but our children are thriving. So that means we're doing a great job as a mom. Wrong. Wrong, mom. I'm not saying my mom does this, but if anyone's in the car or listening with their moms and their mom has that mindset or grandmother, wrong, you're wrong. You're wrong. And here's why. Um, Your children are going to see your actions. They're going to see who you are. And I know we've all probably grown up with the saying, do as I say, not as I do. But I'm just going to tell you from experience of one time being a little girl and having that drilled into her head, the things that I still took away that imprinted on me the deepest was who people were, how they treated themselves, their actions, their habits, the things that they did because it was who they were. So you have to look at that from a mindset of two, like, okay, now I'm a mom and my kids are watching me. Do I really want to show them that showing up disheveled, not taking care of myself, mind, body, and soul, you know, constantly being burnt out, not taking care of my, you know, all the things. Is that really what I want to show my child of how a mother should show up? Because I know for me, it's not. I don't want to show that. To me, that's the worst thing you can do. So reach out and know that it's okay. It's not a weakness. It is not a weakness to ask for help. So there you have it. Micromanage your time, time block with the room to shift things around, knowing that there's always a plan B. Take advantage of those small moments. Realize, girlfriend, you don't need two hours to do a workout. You can do a workout in 10 minutes, 15 minutes, split it up, get your shower when you can find time to get your shower, right? And know at the end of the day, it takes a village and it's okay to ask for help, despite what we were ingrained into thinking. Break that mold and be the better example for the generations that are to come. Okay? Mama ain't easy. Mm-mm-mm. It sure ain't. But I hope I gave you some little nuggets to, you know, make it a little easier to crush your goals without losing your mind as a mom out in these streets. <laughs> All right, before we wrap up, I want to get into that question that I talked about in the beginning of the episode. Nicole, my girl, my first writer inner, thank you. I've been really working on myself. This is what Nicole said. I've really been working on my self-worth and confidence for the past year. Go ahead, girl. However, when I'm around certain people that are used to the old me, especially my family, I tend to fall back into who I was. How can I get out of this? Ooh, this is good. 
I love that you brought this to the table, Nicole. And thank you so much for writing in. I think this is a really important thing to talk on because you'll realize many things when you are making positive changes into your life and stepping in and, and living a more authentic life to you, a more confident life, a, 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 a life where you're more into your self-worth and being able to use your voice. You're going to trigger a lot of people. You are going to trigger a lot of people. And I think subconsciously we know that. So we think that it's better to just keep other people comfortable and revert back to our old selves instead of being like, no, this is me now. And I probably would have agreed with that in the past, but mm, I really don't agree with that right now. Not anymore. You're going to trigger somebody because they expect a certain response from you. They expect a certain action of you. They expect you to be that old version of who you are, whether it was like a people pleaser, not really able to use your voice, you know, not really confident in who you are, maybe a little bit of what they call as a pushover, you know, um, not consciously, but, you know, sometimes we, we have people in our lives that prey on that type of person, if that's who you were, right? They know the type of response they're going to get out of you. So when you're stepping in and you're, you know, displaying this new you, which I love that for you, um, it's okay to let her shine through. I, I think it's important to be mindful when you're about to step into that moment, whether it's like, you know, if you're out with your friends and, you know, going out for dinner or drinks, or if you're going out for a family event, whatever it may be, when you're going to be around those people who are used to the old Jew, uh, realize you, you don't have to keep them comfortable because what you're doing is an amazing thing. You're triggering them to change their ways as well. You're triggering them to look at themselves maybe in a way that they've never looked at themselves before, but they need to. So give that to them. And you know, you might find out some crazy things from that. You might find out that certain people don't want to be around you anymore because now, you know, you have self-worth, you speak your mind, you're confident, you don't agree with things that you used to agree with. Some people might not be welcoming of that. That's okay. It's okay. It's it's going to suck. It's going to sting. But I will tell you, you know, if you are making this positive change and finally living a life that is yours, you can't let anything come in between that. As long as you are coming from a place of love and compassion and understanding and empathy, you can't help other people if they're living in the box of, you know, within their own limitations. You just have to send them on their way, wish them well, hope that they've, you know, one day are able to come back and see eye to eye you know, set that boundary, knowing that boundaries are meant to keep people in, not keep people out. But sometimes they do keep people out. It's a real thing. But it's only for your your benefit because you're stepping into the greatest era of your life, which is a life being aligned with your confidence, your self-worth, being able to speak your truth and knowing that you're about to live in your passion and your purpose, doing whatever it is that you want to do. So I hope that helped, Nicole. That was such a great question. Thank you so much for writing in. And again, if you guys will have a question, no matter what it is, write it in. I would love to bring it up in a future episode. Click the link in the description uh, on my Instagram, amandagoa.official. Make sure you check out Magic Mind, magicmind.com, like I said. And I will see you all next time. And until next time, stay inspired. And that's a wrap on today's episode, girlfriends. But wait, before you go, I got a few things for you to do real quick. 
Number one, drop us a review. Your feedback is gold and helps us grow and bring this show to more amazing listeners just like you. Number two, subscribe. If you haven't already, what are you waiting for? Subscribe to our podcast. This way you'll never miss out on another amazing episode. And number three, join our VIP email list. I mean, are you ready for some exclusive content, sneak peeks and special goodies? Well, then sign up. Trust us. It's where the real party happens. Your support keeps this show roaring. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, together we create that next level self. Okay, I'll let you go now. Bye-bye.